Hello, everyone. My name is Brooklyn Myers, and I am an Elixir newbie. My goal is to help people adopt Elixir and grow as developers while doing the same myself. I do that by documenting and sharing my own experience in the Elixir industry. It's been an incredible journey so far, and I look forward to taking the next step with you. So let's jump in to the Elixir Newbie Podcast. How do you create your own learning path in order to get into Elixir, whether it's your hope that you get your very first programming job in Elixir, or if you already have programming experience and are trying to get into the Elixir industry, how do you create a learning path for yourself so that you can get the skills you need in order to become employable? And the main challenge with that is that when you first get started and need to create this path for yourself, you know the least about what you need to learn. It is a unknown landscape that you need to figure out how to navigate. And why is it important to create this learning path? Well, what happens to a lot of new developers that's very unfortunate is they get stuck in a cycle of continuously learning, but never picking up the skills they actually need in order to become employable. And a lot of people refer to this as tutorial hell because it can be a cycle that you get into that is very difficult to get out of. You can keep learning and learning and learning and learning, but never picking up the skills you actually need to get a job, which is going to be, that's going to propel you further into the industry than any sort of side learning that you can accomplish. There's only so much you can learn completely on your own isolated on your own projects, as opposed to in a collaborative work environment, working on real applications and encountering real world problems beyond the scope of a tutorial. And tutorials are fantastic. I think it's excellent to learn by doing tutorials, but the problem with the tutorial is that in order to present the information in a way that is understandable, they, by necessity, often have to simplify that information and remove it from the context of a real application. And then as soon as you get into building something real, the problem gets much, much harder and much, much more complicated. And suddenly you realize that while you learned the building blocks, you didn't learn the way of applying those building blocks to real challenges. It's the difference between a multiple choice test where you know that the answer is one of four options versus writing an answer in a essay or short form answer where it could be any of the tools that you know and you need to figure out which tool is right for the job and how do you solve a problem without already having the answer fed to you? And with that in mind, the goal of this episode is going to be to create your own learning path that is going to help you become an employable Elixir developer. And so what does the outline of that path look like? So your goal is to learn the Elixir programming language well enough that you can 
get a job in it. And learning a programming language is a lot like learning a regular language. For example, let's take English. In order to speak English in a meaningful way, in order to convey useful information, you need to first understand the alphabet. And then you need to understand how do you leverage that alphabet in order to create words? And then how do you use those words in order to convey meaningful information? And you can think of it as if a language is a way to communicate between people. Uh, I'm using English right now in order to convey information to you and provide instruction to you. Uh, a programming language is the exact same thing, except it's a way of uh, a human like me or you to convey information to a machine, to a computer uh, or to some sort of hardware device. And so when you're learning Elixir, you're really learning how do you use this sort of magical incantation, this, this programming language in order to provide instruction to a machine. And the very first step on that path is figuring out how do you start using that language in general? And there are two primary ways to get started with Elixir. You can download the language onto your computer in order to start using it with the uh, interactive Elixir shell, which is essentially a small program that you can run on your computer that allows you to evaluate and execute Elixir on your machine, on your computer. Or you can, in order to have a quicker way of getting started with Elixir, you can use an online REPL, uh, which is an acronym, uh, Read, Evaluate, Print, Loop, which is essentially the exact same thing as the interactive Elixir shell, except instead of running it locally on your computer, it's a little bit faster to get started with because you can go to a website and start writing Elixir right away. Now, put the link in the description for the getting started guide with Elixir so that you can download it onto your computer. I will also put a link to an online REPL that you can use in order to get started with Elixir online if you don't wanna start by downloading it and configuring it. If you just want to write Elixir code right away in order to see what it looks like, then that's a fantastic way to get started. And once you have the ability to run Elixir code either locally on your computer or on a website using a REPL, then you're ready to start picking up the fundamentals of the language, understanding how do you work with data in the language? How do you execute behavior in the language? Just understanding the fundamental building blocks of how the programming language works so that you can start to move on to more advanced stuff like solving, using those building blocks to solve problems, using those building blocks to make applications and taking those tools that you've learned and actually applying them. And so how do you pick up the fundamentals of Elixir? Elixir? What is a efficient way of doing that? Well, the Elixir documentation is very, very good, but my only issue with starting with the Elixir documentation is that it's not quite as good at introducing the beginner languages up front. And when you're running through it, there are quite a few steps 
in the getting started guide that I think a beginner can and should skip. So instead of starting with the Elixir documentation, although that's where I started, that's a perfectly good place to start. There's just a little bit more information that I think is necessary. Um, one of the best places that I've found so far for beginners is to start with elixirschool.com. They have a basics track and steps one through nine in the basics track are enough for you to pick up the fundamentals of the programming language so that you can start solving problems and actually applying it. If you want to go beyond that, you absolutely can, but that will give you the foundation you need in order to start working with Elixir and start applying Elixir to solving real problems. If you are completely new to programming and looking for a less technical, uh, more kind of fun way to get into Elixir, then there's also a really great site uh, that's also a book called joyofelixir.com. They have a really great personality as they're talking through the concepts. And so that can be a bit more of an interesting read. Uh, It feels less like reading technical documentation and more like a interesting conversation about Elixir and why it's fun and why it's interesting while introducing you to the fundamental concepts of how to use Elixir and how to get started with the programming language. So another alternative to Elixir school would be joyofelixir.com. And that if you're completely brand new to programming and have no programming background would be the place I would recommend to get started. If you already have a little bit of a programming background or have done a little bit of um, fiddling about on your own with programming, then I would start with Elixir School. That'll probably be uh, quicker and, and more straight to the point in regards to how to get started with the language. If you already have a strong background as a programmer and you already stand, already understand all of the fundamental computer science concepts that most languages implement, then you might find it more natural to just start with the Elixir documentation. They have a excellent getting started guide that you'll be able to look at and understand, okay, well, you know, I need to understand basic data. So go to the basic type section. You want to install Elixir on your computer. So go to the introduction, uh, learning about pattern matching, uh, learning about control flow with case, cond, and if. You can probably skip binary strings and char lists, uh, but moving on to keyword lists and maps, modules and functions, uh, then I think you can probably skip to IO in the file system, alias require and import, understanding module attributes and structs, uh, and everything else I would say is something that you can pick up later down the line as you are, as you specifically need them. You don't have to start with those as a, uh, as your foundation, but everything that I just talked about, I'd say is, is pretty fundamental to understanding Elixir. Uh, you might also want to understand mix. Uh, there's a mix in OTP section. Really, I think you can probably just read introduction to mix and everything else I'd say read it as you need it, as opposed to pre-reading in order to understand the language. But um, you can you can not follow my advice and, and decide your own learning path there, of course. That's just where I would start in order to get an understanding of the language by diving into the documentation. I also wrote a 
guide to the 20% of Elixir syntax you need to know in order to send 80% of Elixir code. If you're looking for a super brief introduction to Elixir syntax, then that's also a, a good place to start if you just want to take five minutes, really quickly understand here's what the language looks like, then that would be a good place to start as well. Once you understand the basic syntax of the language, it's important to then figure out how do you apply the tools that you learned by understanding the language to actual programming problems, whether that's building Elixir applications or solving programming challenges. Those are the two ways I would recommend to start applying that foundation that you built in order to expand on it and figure out how to actually use the language in a meaningful way. And so if you're interested in doing programming challenges, which is a great way to quickly start applying the language in very small bite-sized exercises, that are usually focused on teaching you how to use a single piece of the Elixir language or, or a few concepts without being as overwhelming as building an entire project, then there are lots of great sites that do programming challenges. I am most familiar with exorcism.io, and so that's the one that I can recommend through experience, but I'm sure all of them are perfectly good. Uh, there's lots of other sites I've heard people use, but I'm going to specifically recommend Exorcism because that's the one that I have the most experience with. So once you've started completing programming challenges and figuring out how to apply Elixir to actually solve problems, you're probably ready to start building small projects and using the language in order to create applications for yourself. But how do you get started with doing that? Well, if you feel comfortable picking a project and seeing if you can build it, that is a fantastic way to start. Building your own project forces you to learn how to use the language without the guardrails of a tutorial. A tutorial is going to walk you through step-by-step step how to build something, and it's going to feel, I'm not gonna say easy, because of course tutorials can still be hard, but you're going to be guided along and so you're always going to be fed the answer of how to actually use the language to build the thing that you're trying to build. Um, but if you can decide your own project and try to build it and get as far as you can, you're going to learn a lot more by doing that, but that is more challenging. And so it might be better to start with more of a guided tutorial and then see if you can branch off of that in order to build your own side project. Another great compromise between building your own side project and following a tutorial is to pick a project closely related to the tutorial that you're following, but put enough of a spin on it that you still have to figure out how to solve your own problems and not just follow the step-by-step -step guide. If you're looking for a site that will help you learn by building projects, I found a website called Alchemist Camp and they have a beginner section of Elixir, or sorry, Elixir projects that you can do. They are follow along guides. Uh, the very first one I think was a guessing game, which I built a guessing game myself in order to 
teach how to use or how to program at a, at a basic level. I think a guessing game is a really, really good starter project if you're first getting into programming or first getting into Elixir. So going to Alchemist Camp and looking at some of the exercises and seeing what projects might interest you, I will leave a link to that in the show notes so that you can get started with that. As a quick review, what we've talked about in this episode so far is we've talked about getting started with Elixir. How do you run it locally on your machine? How do you get started with a web REPL so that you can start writing Elixir right away? How do you learn the basic building blocks of the Elixir programming language? How do you work with data? How do you implement behavior in an Elixir application? And then how do you take those building blocks to solve meaningful programming challenges? How do you use a site like Exorcism.io to start applying that language and learning how to put what you've learned into practice? And then once you understand how to solve some simple programming challenges, then you're prepared to start building small Elixir projects and applying the language in a way that you can build real applications. Once you understand Elixir well enough in order to follow tutorials that will teach you how to use it to build applications, the next step is getting as much real world experience as you possibly can. This might be working with open source projects in Elixir, which I think for new developers can be relatively difficult. So instead of starting with open source, although if you can, I think that's a fantastic way to do it, but most people new to a language that I've talked to don't usually feel comfortable starting there. So an alternative is to uh, try to collaborate with teams in hackathons. So hackathons are a fantastic way to build your programming chops, to get real experience working on a team, and to force yourself to build a project within a very tight time constraint. Often a hackathon, so if you're not familiar, a hackathon is a programming uh, sort of a competition, although it's usually more collaborative than, than a competition. It's a small period of time, usually 24 hours, sometimes over a weekend, uh, sometimes longer than that, where you hack some sort of project together, usually based around some sort of theme. For example, I did a Hack for Health hackathon, which was based on uh, improving health and very open topic. So we happened to pick something related to mental and social health and and built a a project within that. I'll, I'll link the uh, I wrote a, a blog on the experience of doing that. So if you're curious about what it's like doing a hackathon and, and how to go about doing that, then feel free to read that blog in order to get an understanding of it. But a hackathon as a new developer is a great way to pick up real skills and get experience building a real application. You're going to learn from other developers. And at the end of it, you'll have a, a great portfolio piece. So If you want to go beyond building your own small side projects and following tutorials, then getting real experience either through a hackathon or open source or any opportunities that you can find to do real programming, that is going to 
show you how to apply the skills that you've learned in a real context as opposed to a side project that is going to, you know, as as interesting as your side project is, as much as you're going to learn from it, it's not going to accurately represent what it's like building a real application with other people. If you have gone through the fundamentals of Elixir, if you have started building your own side projects, if you have started doing programming challenges, but you still feel that there's something missing, that there's still something you need to learn in order to work with Elixir in order to be employable in Elixir, you might benefit from a more structured approach to learning either some sort of online course or a boot camp. And some options for that, if you can find a programming boot camp based in Elixir, for example, in Vancouver in Canada, there is a programming boot camp called CodeCore which funny enough is actually the programming bootcamp that I went to uh, back in 2017, I think it was, tail end of 2017. Uh, They weren't using Elixir at the time that I went through, but nowadays I believe they've they've shifted to Elixir and hopefully that's true at the time that you're listening to this. Um, There's there's lots of great coding bootcamps out there and if you're looking for a more structured approach to learning as well as a great way to make connections in the industry, then it might be time to consider something like that, something like a programming bootcamp, uh, ideally focused on Elixir, or some sort of online course that is specifically designed to give you the outline you need. Uh, if you feel like you've reached a peak in regards to how much you can learn on your own. A really good Udemy course that I've done before is Steven Grider's uh, Complete Elixir and Phoenix Bootcamp and tutorial. Uh, That course will take you through all of the fundamentals in Elixir that you need to know, as well as it'll go beyond and teach you the Phoenix Reb framework, which the learning path for that I'm going to, I plan on talking about in a different episode of the podcast, because I think that's uh, its own can of worms. But if you're looking for a structured approach that isn't a boot camp, that is definitely significantly more affordable, but you just want some sort of structure to your learning beyond going through the Elixir Schools Guide, beyond learning on your own, then really highly recommend that Udemy course. Steven Greider is an excellent teacher and uh, that is that is another great place to start. So I'll link that in the show notes as well. So hopefully this episode has given you a guide for getting started with Elixir. It's given you the resources you need to pick up the fundamentals through something like Elixir School, to get started with programming challenges with something like Exorcism.io, to start building side projects through something like Alchemist Camp, uh, and then some more structured options if you're looking to go beyond that, either through a boot camp or an online course, as well as how to build as much real experience as you can through hackathons or contributing to open source projects. So that's going to be it for this episode of the Elixir Newbie podcast. In future episodes, I hope to talk about how to pick 
ideal side projects for learning, as well as building a learning path for the Phoenix framework and stepping beyond just the core Elixir language and learning how to do web development in Elixir. So if you have any questions about this podcast or uh, want to engage with me, you can find me on Twitter as Brooklyn J. Myers. I'm always happy to talk with you on there. Would love to hear what you're struggling with, what your experience is like in learning Elixir, and I will catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.